Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey everyone, welcome to another week of G Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss. Today I am joined by Eugenia Marshall and Wendy Roseberry. They are the founders of Condition Her, which is a sexual wellness product that I have actually been using now for two months and I love it. So I called them and I said, you guys have to come on the show. Jolie also um, alerted me to condition her. And I was like, I can't believe I haven't heard of this yet. It is like, how would you guys describe it? Because I feel like it does so many things. But like when you... I love it. (laughs) Wendy, when you talk about the product at its core, how do you describe the condition her? So we actually describe it as a health and wellness product, less of a sexual product because it, it, because of the area that it's for, people's minds tend to always think sex, sex, sex. And this really, really at the core is health and wellness. Yeah. Uh, what it is, is a daily use moisturizing cream for your most intimate area, your vulva. And then, so there's a little education there, folks, because we learned this in the second and third grade and somehow we forgot. And we've been calling her out of her names, all types of names for JJ, Pocketbook, Kitty Cat, all, you know, all the names, all the things. But this particular area that our product is for is for the vulva, which is much sexier than vagina, if you ask me. But that's the external part of your intimate area. That's where, you know, your your labia minora, majora, the clitoris, all those things are external. The vagina is actually internal where we put our tampons and all sorts of things that aren't going there during the pandemic for single women, but that's all another topic. <laughs> you know, shout out to all the single women in the pandemic, but you get that, you get the point. That is the vagina is the internal canal that leads to your cervix. Right. Now, let me be clear, uh, Eugenia and I, my co-founder and I, we are not gynecologists. We are not doctors. We are not scientists. We are women with vulvas and vajayjays that w- want to keep them healthy and safe. So it's a health and wellness product that number one, helps maintain your pH balance, yes. right? I well, And you can use it like on your pubic hair, like it kind of can be a conditioner. I was reading about how when you guys kind of developed the product, you were talking to people about how they've used like regular hair conditioner on their pubic hair to be like, will this make it soft? Like this works for the hair on my head. Like, will this work for my hair? That's <laughs> legit how it started. But then like, I also uh... use it for like my bikini line, which like, I got to be honest, like, you know, it's not like I'm going out and about uh, too often um, with a bathing suit on lately, but it is it's such a night. Sometimes I would say I would avoid having to do a bikini wax or shave my bikini area because the 
the aftermath was like too painful to handle. But then when you find a product that works, and for me, it is yours, condition her. I was like, oh, I can, this doesn't, I don't have to be in pain. What what a, what an interesting revelation <laughs> as a woman Ooh. that like, this doesn't have to, I don't have to hurt. I don't have to be like, <laughs> damn this body. Um, so <laughs> it, it feels like it does so many things, but you're right. I said sexual and you're right. It's not sexual. I think everyone just, and myself included, just thinks vagina area sexual. I, I think that that's the dopest part about this product is that um, when we were going through the development phase with our, you know, our biochemist, um, we, um, when we got the samples and we were using it, like Wendy and I were like, it works. Like, you know what I mean? That's like the most exciting thing that you can do when, you know, cause like she said, we're just regular women that had a problem right. and found a solution. And, and when you realize that it actually works and it works for so many things, especially, you know, and things, you know, in a way, in an intimate way, like you don't share with everybody that you've had an issue with your bikini line. Right. You know what I mean? Like you don't <laughs> talk to people about that, but when you're in the bathroom, by yourself, you're looking at it like, oh, I hate this. Yeah. So like I said, it feels really good to be like a champion of women. Like we're helping women feel better about themselves, you know, dealing with an issue they don't even talk to about, you know, with other people. You're right. And there's also so much shame for women about like their intimate area because you're right like when you're in the bathroom you're like am I the only one like is this just me is this my weird bad body betraying me and it's because there's so we are taught from a really young age especially women I feel like men talk about their dicks a lot more but and and like very happily but like I feel like women like are like you know oh it's we all do we all do. we all talk about those things right you're right though to be honest we, as women, we spend more time being educated about the male body parts and what it looks like, how to please it, how to do whatever than we are our own. And, you know, I want to, you said something very, you know, interesting that like, it's good for your bikini line. And I want to be clear, this product is not just for your hair. This product really, like I said, in addition to being health and wellness, what it does is it, it, um, it, it moisturizes deeply in that area. That area, if you, you get ingrown hairs in that area, you know that the skin is really thin, so skin, so thin that when you're getting an ingrown hair, you can almost like just pick at it with your like pinky nail and it'll pop out. But it's it's hidden under that that layer of dry skin. And mm -hmm. that's because that area does need moisture. Now, I'm gonna just be honest. Black women, sister girlfriends, hey y'all, like we use some lotion. We serious about the lotion game. We got about three, four lotions, how we stack it. And whether you'll admit it or not, you do use your lotion in that area. The problem is it's not, the ingredients in that lotion are not safely meant for that area. And anything you put there is penetrating your skin. So what this is doing, in addition to maintaining your pH balance from externally to internally, um, it is getting rid of those ingrowns. That is one that is a major benefit. Um, it helps if you aren't getting them and will keep them at bay. Um, if you are, it's going to reduce them and, and eventually eliminate them. One of the things that it does that we didn't know, um, I don't chafe. And, I, and you know, and not because, you know, I, sometimes I think I'm slim thick, but my thighs don't touch in that way where I chafe and I don't run. So you don't have to just be a thick, sister, thick, thick woman. For, to, for your thighs to touch, a lot of runners deal with, men and women deal with chafing. So chafing is another, uh, soothing uh, chafing irritation is another big plus, and it's 
almost immediate. It's not like, oh, I used it for a week and it worked. Mm -hmm. You get messages from honestly, men have picked up, you know, men touch our products and shit all the time. So <laughs> women now we're getting messages like, oh my God, is there a condition him? Is there something? Cause now like my tubes on his side and he's figured out that it works <laughs> I have to hide it. Yeah. They he's figured out that it works on his neck for his razor bumps and his beard. And then he's like running and rubbing it on his thighs now. So, um, and in addition to, you know, maintaining the pH balance, um, fighting the ingrown, soothing the chafing, it does soften the pubic hair if if it's present. So we also have women that say, I use it under my arms. And then immediately after shaving, waxing, lasering, sugaring, like I take condition her with me to my laser appointments. Oh, and I didn't I even think of that. And that's oh, yeah. such I'll a good idea. Yeah, I'm like, no, no, lady, don't use your little mixture. I've got my own right. thing, thank you. <laughs> I'm packing. <laughs> I brought it with me. <laughs> I love that. I love the product so much. And it's really, it's a very like cute package. You guys did like a wonderful job with the branding. I think also what I'm most, well, I love the product and I'm excited to, to shout it out to to the listeners. And I know that we told people about it also during the gift guides for, um, the holiday season. But I think also what interests me a lot about what you guys do is that you're two black women in this space and you call yourself employed entrepreneurs, which I think means that you guys have also other totally full-time separate jobs. Totally full-time separate demanding yes. jobs. And you're right. <laughs> we are a black woman owned company. We're also just a woman owned and operated company. You mentioned the packaging. Shout out to Kendra Dandy. She's at the Double E, Bouffants, the Bouffants on IG. She's nice. an amazing artist, black woman who hooked us up with this cool design. Our biochemist um, is in Europe and she created this amazing formula. She's the one who let us know like, okay, ladies, like this is not like to soften hair. Like when we met her, we that was like our focus. We, we thought that that was it. And she's like, no, no, this is health and wellness. We need to worry about maintaining pH balance first. So shout mm. out Julia for putting us on that path. But, you know, we have an amazing just community of women um, that have supported us along the way. This is this didn't happen overnight, guys. Like you, like you said, Eugenia and I both have full time jobs. I work in entertainment for a major major motion picture studio and television. Um, Eugenia works in finance. Like this idea came up in J July of this year. It'll be eight years ago. And mind you, we didn't get the product to market until the end of June 2019. Wait a minute. Okay, hold. Yeah. Okay, wait. <laughs> hold on. You guys have been developed. You was guys developed this for for like six years before it went out to to market. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell yeah. We didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> tell me everything. Like, tell us everything about this because. I don't think I have ever met anyone who, first of all, I think it's super rare that you spent so much time on the product that you believed in. I feel like that doesn't happen anymore. I feel like people are like, I have an idea. And then two weeks later, they just come out with whatever they can put together in that time. And also the fact that you guys have been doing this for that long and you still maintain your careers. It It's obviously like you guys wanted to get it right. But what is getting it right look like over that period of time? Like take take me like through, I don't know, how did this start? And then like, why does it take that long? And did you try it? And then were there versions of this that you were like, this isn't working? Like, I need to know everything because that is such a long time to commit to your vision. And I feel like that's very rare. Gee, I'd like to take this one really quick. Um, okay. if you will. Um, basically this started eight years ago because the person that I was dating long distance preferred hair. And he let me know after, you know, after our several trips of getting to know each other there, he was like, the next time you come here, you know, can you not 
wax or whatever you're doing. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, I prefer more hair. And I was like, I had a landing strip, you know what I mean? Two finger landing strip. You know, I thought that was plenty. I'm a Cali girl. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you know, and he was like making these hand motions of like how he wanted it to grow. In. And and I was like, are you meaning like outwards, like outside of the panties, like where you can see that? He's like, yeah, kind of. And I'm like, sir, give me, tell me. And he's like, he explained to me that honestly, in his youth, when he was like in his adolescence and looking at women and getting those little feelings, the presence of pubic hair felt like, oh, she's grown. She's a woman woman. And so now that he's an, a grown man um, at that time, this was like I said, eight years ago. You know, he just prefers to see that on a woman. And so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll save my little money and the pain of the waxing at the (laughs) time I was waxing. I'm now a proud laser girl. So, you know, but it was still a little perplexed. And my good girlfriends, I was in Chicago at the time, love Chicago. Um, My good girlfriends were there too. Eugenia was in another group of friends. And, you know, I did what we do and, you know, tell all the business at Girl Chat over, (laughs) over drinks that night. I'm like, guys, this guy and... I was like, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to go back to doing what I did in my teenage days. They're like, what's that? I was like, you never used your hair conditioner, meaning, you know, I'm in my 40s. So we were using Suave and Pantene. <laughs> That's what you used back then, a little strawberry Suave. Like you've never used your, your hair shampoo and conditioner like on a hair wash day. And black sisters, y'all know a hair wash day will keep you in the bathroom. You bringing in your drink, your radio, we didn't have phones back then, but you know, you brought everything in the bathroom for a good two hour session. So that's what that was. What I realized is what I was doing was I had an intimate care regimen and a lot of women do. And you don't think about it. Like there's a certain way that you wash your, your, your little lovely kitty cat. You go from left to right, you go from right to left. And if you stop and think about it, you know, you use certain products, you use certain towels, you know, you have a separate towel for your hoo-ha than you do for your face. You do all of these things, right? Hopefully you're exfoliating ladies. Um, and so basically it, it sparked that we laughed, we laughed hysterically and we were like, I was like, I guess I'm going to have to make a new product. And so by then the drinks are kicking in. They're like, what are you going to call it? I'm like, let's call it Shampussy. <laughs> Honey, child. That, that happened. The laughter erupted. And all night, the joke of the night was all through the night was, you know, everything was about Shampussy. So as a marketer, and oh I, that's God. what I went to school for, that's what I do. Woke up the next morning, still laughing, still thinking about it, and decided to get on the phone and go down the rabbit hole, Googling every version of pubic hair conditioner, mm. intimate conditioner, intimate moisturizer, this, and there was nothing. What I did found, find was a bunch of forums of mostly European women talking about how coarse their pubic hair was and asking for advice to soften it. And inevitably, every bit of advice, and it was all prefaced in the same way, I don't know if this is safe, but dot, dot, dot. You should talk to your doctor, your gynecologist, but dot, dot, dot. Have you ever used your hair conditioner and shampoo? you know, in that area, really the hair conditioner. And everyone was advising that, but they were also giving the disclaimer that it might not be that safe, but we're all doing it. You know what I mean? Like everybody's right, doing like, What it. else do we have? Like, like yeah, I, I well, guess it's right. probably fine. Hopefully it's fine. Like fingers crossed. We're just going to do it. Sure. Right. So that led us down, you know, I came back home and, and I told Eugene, I think I have an idea. And, you know, she was like, yeah, okay. She knows I'm, I'm an idea person. And, um, when we got the name and actually shout out to a friend, they know who they are. We never really out them. And it's a guy friend who, you know, I told him, I was like, look, I've got this idea. And like, tell him the thing. He's like, what are you going to call it? I'm like, I don't know. We've been calling it Shampussy, but it's not a shampoo. It's supposed to be a conditioner. And he goes, he goes, get your credit card. And we go to GoDaddy and we buy conditionher.com. Of course, buy conditionhim.com, everything. And then the journey began to figure this out. Um, and I had spent several years working at Fred Siegel on Melrose. 
Um, no, that shout out to Ron Robinson, uh, not there anymore, but in spirit and online they are. <laughs> and I knew about prestige beauty brands. I knew the Kiehl's, the Aqua de Palma. I knew the high end brands. And I also knew that they were private labeled. I knew that term private label. And I knew it meant that they went to a lab that basically made all types of products and they kind of had a base formula. They were able to kind of make it up. It wasn't like an original formula. So Eugenia and I did the research and we found some private labs, um, private labels. And we went to a few meetings and it just, for about, we did that, we researched, we researched for like a year. And we went on the quest for it for like another two years trying to find private labels, taking the meetings. They were mostly owned by men who kind of got up, but didn't get it. Like men's first question about this when we first started was like, they'd hear everything we were saying and they're like, okay, so is it edible? So immediately go into like the sexual thing. And they're like, we're like, God, no, not yet. Well, men, I we'll mean, sh- sure, but like, that's their first question. Yeah. Are like, they is okay? It edible? Are they okay? Only the, only the straight men. Right. And my, my gay boys were like, girl, make some, we need condition him, girl. We need to soften these pubes too. Don't, don't leave us out. <laughs> so we finally kind, kind of given up. After about three, the first three and a half years. Can I ask though, after three and a half years, like what were those meetings like after three years, what were you looking for in a private label, you know, in these lab meetings that you weren't getting for like three and a half years? And, and, you know, I think at times we were being a little vague because we like, you know, you're trying to protect your real idea. So we were, we were really just looking for someone that we felt like really got it. And like I said, you were looking for a woman. We were looking for a woman. We were want, looking for someone who we didn't know that that's what we were looking for until we made that connection. Mm. And I remember telling Wendy when she met our our biochemist in a jacuzzi, you know, <laughs> on, a, on a holiday weekend. As you do. When she called sure. and she told me that she met her. I go, Wendy, this is divine. I was like, this is bigger than you think it is. I was like, we have to figure this out now. I was like, because... God brought us the person that we were supposed to meet. So I know that women are often, you know, especially like 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 us, like we were having a problem. We thought it would be easy to get money at, and it wasn't because like I said, the whole education piece before we could even get to the sale, you know? So um, we realized that we were gonna have to bootstrap it ourselves, wow. like, and really put the work behind it ourselves. And um, I know that that can get discouraging for, for, you know, women who are out there trying to start a business with just an idea when it doesn't get off the ground in two weeks, you know, but we're here to encourage those women because it, it, it everything happened kind of divinely. Like mm. everything has happened every time, you know, we get to a major decision point. There's something that we learned during that, that particular switch in lane that we really needed to know before we made that change. Yeah. So we're really, you know, we're really great examples of um, women who made that. And, um, and like I said, like she said, we're not doctors, we're not biochemists ourselves, but we were able to strategically align with those people. Did you guys feel like, so were you guys were friends before, before you started this? Oh, yeah. And has- yeah, that's like my sister. Like, we've been friends for over 20 years. Oh, okay. Were you nervous about going into business together? No. No, we actually were already in business together. So we've had um, our consulting firm, Social Butterfly Consulting, for years. Uh, wow. Prior to even Eugenia moving back to Los Angeles. So when she moved, like she said, we've been friends for well over 20 years. Our, our kids have grown up around each other. Um her daughter and my son actually have the same names, different spellings. Wow. We have so much connectivity. Like 
her daughter and I have the same birthday. Shout out to the Libras, October 16th. Oh my our gosh. Son, our sons have the same birthday. What? My brother and her mother have the same birthday. <laughs> That's amazing. Eugenia, Eugenia and my mother are both cancers. Uh, and we've been told by a clairvoyant uh, friend of ours that the connection is through our grandfathers. And we were like, what? Our grandfathers? I'm like, you know, Eugenia's from Bakersfield, California. I was actually born in Minnesota and raised all over the country. Dallas, Texas, Summers in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, West Hartford, Connecticut, and then on to Los Angeles. So I'm all over the place. And so I'm like, for the first time in 20 plus years, I go, Eugenia, where's your grandfather from? She's like, Arkansas. I was like, mine too. So there's just all these weird coinky dinky no. things. Wow. Our, our friendship is divine. And, and to be honest, everything about this journey, when, when Eugenia uh, moved back to Los Angeles, I was like, you know, it was like a, a girl who's been hanging out with a guy for a little bit and is like, okay, we go together. So I was like, okay, you're doing, you're in the business now. You're a, you're a, so she, I really didn't leave her much choice when she came back and uh, we were doing a lot of product placement um, and brand integration at the time. Um, and uh, then I, then, you know, the years evolved and, and here we are with this, but I want, Eugenia mentioned like, there was just been so many like serendipitous moments. Like we legit after three and a half, we kind of had tabled this. We had, had, we had two great ideas at the time that this came up. And so I was like, well, maybe we'll switch to this one. And we kind of tabled this thing. Like maybe, you know, it's not meant to be. Yeah. Until December 2015, I'm literally, it's, it's December 30th, December 29th. I go on vacation with another bestie to the Sierra Mountains, uh, Northern California. And we drop our bags in this new little resort, very small resort. We're the only black women, at what it seemed like in the entire little city there. And we drop our bags and we're like, head, let jacuzzi and uh, like champagne, like yeah. let's go. So we get to the jacuzzi and there's a family and it's a woman a little older than us and a little more seasoned than us, how we say, and, um, and two daughters and it, what it would appear to be a husband, which was a boyfriend. And I'm super friendly. I'm a Libra, as I explained. Uh, and I was just, you know, got to be friendly. And this woman starts talking and um, she kept, she had an accent and she kept saying, uh, you know, oh, I'm, you know, I'm from Europe and I'm a biochemist and, you know, da, 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 da. What do you do? And I'm like, oh, I work in TV marketing. I've been at this studio for however many years at the time. And she kept saying she was a biochemist and saying that she was making um, organic toothpaste. About the third time she said it, like the bells whistles went off. <laughs> sure. I said, ma'am, I'm sorry. Can, what, you, what, what do you do? Yeah. She said, I'm a scientist. I'm a biochemist. I said, but what does that mean? Because I'm like, what's a biochemist? I never met one of you before. Right. <laughs> She's like, I, I make things. I was like, things like what? She's like, anything. Like, right now I'm doing an organic toothpaste. I have a, a barrier cream, all these things. And I'm like, oh, can I ask you a question? I've been trying to make this thing for three and a half years. And I, she's like, well, what is it? I was like, well, it's a, a conditioner. She's like, oh, that's easy. Yeah, I can help you. And then I whisper to her because the little girls, were they were young. And I don't want like, girl, I'm trying to make a coochie cream. And I need your help. How are we going to make this coochie cream, girl? And I whisper, I was like, I'm trying to make something to soften your pubic hair for this hair. It took her maybe two minutes with the language barrier. And then she lost her shit. And she grabbed me physically by my shoulders in the wow. jacuzzi and started shaking me. No one knows what's going on. My bestie was like engrossed in the magazine. Like, it's like, well, what's happening? Yeah. She, the lady told me verbatim, wow, this is easy. And what you're making is brilliant. She said, God showed me your aura when you walked in here. I'm supposed to help you. I was sitting here to help you and I'm going to help you and you're going to have an original formula and you're going to own the formula and um, and it's going to be amazing. That was another thing. And when you private label, you don't own it. 
You know what I mean? So technically they could kind of sell your formula. A lot of your favorite expensive brands are made by the same lab that makes like Wet n Wilds or whatever, you know, some some lower, you know, mm -hmm. not shout out to Wet Wilds, 509. That was my color. That was my shit growing up. But, you know, <laughs> day, but that was the deal. And we knew we wanted to own. And the, the price that they were quoting us to own our original formula at the lab was like astronomical for two working Can I moms. ask what that price would be? Like, what would they say to be like, okay, you want to make a, you know, a, a conditioner to soften pubic hair. You want to own the formula. What's, you know, here's what we can it do. Be in the States and what we were doing, I'd say it could be anywhere from 10K plus, 12K plus, 12 to 15K to own the formula, right? That's so not producing money. it. That's, yeah, that's not, not anything. That's just to own it. That's just to own your formula. Mm. And that's per skew. Like, if we do, you know, this product is now unscented. That's one skew. We have a scent. The minute it's a scent, that's another one. So it's so another $15,000. formula. A, Jesus. Yes, wow. And let's just say that we were blessed to not, not be near that simply because of the connection with this woman. It was very much so um, specific to us, what she decided to do. She went back to Europe. And you notice I keep mentioning Europe, and that's for a reason. We make and manufacture this product in Europe. Um, and at the time, we didn't know it. The, the reasoning was she is the head of biochemistry at the, the university that she teaches uh, in in Europe, and she wanted. She was like, "Well, this is my baby too. I want to be there with the development until I hand the baby off to you guys for you to sell it." And we were like, "Okay." But beyond that, what we learned is European Union don't play about products. You cannot export a product yes. like this or any other without it being tested and going through several, which costs several thousand dollars to go through. You know, stability testing, skin testing, and our FDA's no shade FDA. You know, don't hate on us, but like. They were like, oh, yeah, you made a coochie cream in a bottle. Put it and sell it on Instagram, girl. You can do anything in the U.S. Yeah. That's scary. And that's why you've got people like Jessica Alba and Honest Brand and other folks fighting that right now to have there be more scrutinizing of, of that process. So it made us feel it actually for us as a competitive advantage. And it made us feel very confident that we were making a product for such a sensitive and intimate area um, that we knew, at least from a scientifically formulated and attested um, perspective was safe. That's awesome. I had, this is like so eye opening to me because I didn't really know that like regular people could just like make a thing and, and like, I wouldn't even know where to start. And I can't, I like, I love that. Like you took your hangover from hanging out with your friends and coming up with shampoo and used your hangover to like do the research. Like that's not how I would have spent my hangover, you know? So I'm like pretty, I'm pretty inspired by that. But yeah, like I had, like, I, I knew that, um, about the EU kind of like regulation stuff is so much different than the U S and, and Jolie, who is our, you know, skincare and, and beauty, person um like does so much research into brands that have to like market different products differently in in their different markets in like different continents because everyone has their own regulation um so it's very cool that you guys were able to do that and and now you own it which is like I don't know I just feel like also to to like black women that's huge you know that that's like a huge part of 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 like being successful in business is being able to own the thing to actually own the thing that you've made um did you feel like when you were I know you had mentioned um getting funding was difficult Eugenia did you find that like it was because the people who were doing most of the funding were men 
spot on. Um, exactly. Yeah. And that's why um, one of the reasons why we've been extremely um, serious, like we've been focused on building a, a female team, our attorneys, a badass woman, as she said earlier, our, our, our creative, you know, our artist is a woman, our, our dope publicist is a woman. Like we've been really intentional because what we found in this founder space is that, you know, it's hard. It's a hard out here for women, you know, and, and trying to get money is even more difficult um, because you've never, you know, like you said, we've never made a product before. And then, you know, once you get into the cost of manufacturing and, and publicity, we're just really lucky. Okay. So Wendy is like, like the networking guru. She's a connectress. She's the maven in that space. So she can definitely get the word out. Uh, you know, I'm on the, you know, on the other side, it's, it's almost like we're yin and yang, you know, mm. I'm more business, more finance. I'm more set up the business more, you know, do the paperwork, blah, blah, blah. So it's just, it just happens that we have a really great business marriage, right? Yeah. Because we're both great at a lot of things, but we're really good at different things. That's the most and, important part. Right, right. Because then you're not because fighting over, like, if you're both only good at the same things, all the stuff still has to get done, you know? So it's good if you, if you actually, like, can excel at different things. I guess that's and what that, kept, keeps the friendship going, too. Right, right. And I think that, like I said, you know, it's like things happen in divine order. So, you know, when we first had this idea, I had just moved to a new company and um, I work in, with a part. I was working with a partnership of two men ha who had been in business together for over 25 years mm. and working directly with them in an extremely successful business, multimillion dollar business and watching the way that they would communicate with each other and watching the dynamic of their relationship as extremely strong, super powerful men in their own right, but coming together to run a business was, was definitely what I feel that we needed in order for us to get what is eventually going to be on, you know, on, you know, in our path, mm. because it taught me, like I shared with Wendy on one of these podcasts that we did, I was like, one of the biggest lessons that I learned one day is that Bernie, who happens to be my mentor, he, he said, you know, when you're working with somebody so closely, you have to figure out the things that are important to you. Yeah. And he was like, once you figure out the things that are really important, he's like, not just important, but really important. He was like, all the other stuff, why fight about it? If mm. the other person is passionate about it, let it go. Because it doesn't really matter to you. But the things that really matter there, you're going you're gonna to find that it's very, you know, it's, it's far and few, you know, moments when those things are going to actually arise that you're going to have an issue with. And that other person, if they get the same, you know, if they're on the same page, more than likely, they're not going to be as passionate about you about those things. That's so, that is such a great piece of advice, not just for business. It reminds me of also wedding planning. Like when I was planning my wedding, it's like you sit down with your partner and you figure out like who gives a shit about food, who gives a shit about music, who wants a band and is willing, you know what I mean? Like, and you, and then, then all the other stuff that you have to do, the flowers, the linens, the stuff that neither of you care about, then, you know, don't waste the energy arguing about this, you know, don't waste time having a debate about two things you don't really care about. And even with friendship that comes up. And I think definitely when you're starting a business that has to come up and you have to come to the table and communicate 
like an adult, like, a you know, clearly and not, you know, and in an unemotional way, which I think, unfortunately, I think men are really good at doing. And I think it's really cool that you were able to watch two men do that because I think like I prefer working with women, but every time I've had a male boss, it's like, they just tell you what they want. You're never going to get like a pat on the head or like a hooray, but like <laughs> they, they tell you what they want. They tell you when they want it by you do it and then you don't get fired. And that's always been my experience. And then sometimes you work with women and I'm like this too, as a boss or as an employee, it's like, do you mind, like, do you think you could like do this thing? Like if you have the time, you know, cause you're, we're like a little bit more nurturing. Um, and, and it's a little bit more of an emotional thing. And I think watching two men do it being like, this is how we're going to get ours. Men are good for something, I guess. I mean, that's. And respectfully and right. respectfully, because, you know, just because you have a difference of opinion or you know, you disagree on something doesn't mean that it has to be disrespectful. Right. And 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 it doesn't mean that one has to be lower or the other one has to be higher. You know, you can be on an equal playing field and and still have differences of, of opinion and work it out and come out with a solution. Right. And it doesn't but have to the, feel emotional. It can it can just be productive business. Right. Right. And not have that diva, you know, that diva title that women get when they want to, you know, run business like a man, you know. Yeah, exactly. And which is like that's what I guess I, I, I imagine that's one of the perks for you guys of working with all women is that there is nobody in your room to be like you're you know, you're acting like a diva because that's a thing that men do in that workspace is they take strong and opinions and ambition and they say, that's emotional or, you know, you're, you're being, you're being too precious about X, Y, and Z. And I imagine getting that sort of energy out of the room is, is helpful. It is. But and to be honest, in, in my professional career, I prefer to work. I prefer to report to men. I, in that space, like I said, I love working alongside and in collaborative ways with women and the way the dynamics of our company, like I said, from our published packaging designer, uh, everyone's a woman and, and it works. This works for us, especially because of the nature of this product and this brand. So there's a certain level of understanding and things that don't have to be said right. uh, and a, a softness and sensitivities that we don't have to explain around this product that with men we do. However, in the la this last year, I'll say even the last six to nine months, mm. I am proud of men that have really stepped up to understand and I'm going to be really candid. I don't know that they just really are into this being an innovative product and thinking it's great. Or they paid attention to the numbers that are in articles like this Forbes article that came back out in August, I mean, October, around October 26th of 2020, that talked about Black women being the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs. <laughs> so men, men might not speak, you know, Volvo, but they speak dinero, money. they speak yeah. money, <laughs> and they got that. And so all of a sudden, this little coochie cream sound like a cash cow. Yeah. And like, and, and it wasn't a hair product, you know. Right. And a lot of a lot of women, especially a lot of women of color, have created, you know, hairlines, hair products, beauty, and all. So this was really kind of to the left. And being in a, what is what we call the intimate care space, we are making products that are that solve intimate issues. Yeah. That most are uncomfortable talking about, men and women. Yeah. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even at the beginning of the podcast, I was like, I don't know, like, should I say it? Like, what do you mean? What, like, I don't know why I was thinking that. It's your product. What do you mean? Like, why should I say vagina? Like, I like it's it's still ingrained in all of us to be like, do we talk about, like, do we say vulva? Do we And we say went through the same hair? thing. Right. No, we literally had to change. We had about 50,000 iterations of how we explained this when we first started. <laughs> because A, like Eugenia and you guys talked about we were talking to men about the money and they'd be so embarrassed that we'd give the whole spiel and they'd be like, okay, so it's a device. And so we had to stop saying, we couldn't say vagina (laughs) in a a pitch. We couldn't say pubic hair in a pitch. They just completely zoned us out. And and, you know, we've even, I've even had friends along the way early on that didn't understand like that when people out and about for a regular little social event, people, it's normal people to be like, well, what do you do? I'm I'm an employed entrepreneur. Okay. They want to know where I work you know, at this studio, but then I have this product. Well, what is it? And then you have to explain. And mm-hmm. I've had friends get like uncomfortable and be like, you know, like almost where they didn't want to be blunt about it, but like, they didn't want me to talk to their friends about it. Like it was like a taboo thing. Like totally. no one said the word vulva. So we honestly, even in the last year, we really doubled down and, Good. you know, stopped using phrases like your intimate area, your bikini area. No, it's for the vulva. Right. Okay. That's what it is. And to be honest, I'm really excited to share that um, for the first time, Eugenia and I have spent, um, you know, we're at the top of the year, top of 2021, which is feeling like 2020. We all know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. But um, we decided, you know, one thing, and that's why we're so, you know, want to give you all the praise and you and Jolie and all the thanks Aww. for allowing us to come on because what we found is when we're able to talk about our product in our own voice and tell our story, people get um, it. People get it. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And they, you know, they start to believe in us and they start to really want to pour into us in this journey. And so we, I, since COVID, I've been like, Gina, we got to do a conference or some sort of virtual event. And then life happened and work got crazier. And um, top of this year, like in the last, honestly, three weeks, I said, we got to jump. Let's go. We're doing our first virtual conference. So nice. for all the single gals like me on Valentine's Day of 2021, that is February 13th. That's right. We are doing, yep, our first virtual conference. It is called Conversations. Nice. She made that. <laughs> and we have pulled together a group of phenomenal female founders, a very diverse group of founders to do this event with us. It is going to be a series of 15-minute fireside chats with women that have all made innovative products in the health, wellness, or sex tech space. That's amazing. And women that support us. I'm looking at it right now. It's like, it's it's amazing. Like that also like just doing the thing, you know, like, like, like putting it together, like just pushing each other up, giving each other platform, giving each other the mic is only good for everyone. Um, Yep. 
It's so, it's so, I will link to this. That's on February 13th. I'll link that in the the show notes. And I also wanted to say like, just basically on the shame thing, I think what you guys are doing is is so important because I remember like, look, I grew up, like I was raised Catholic. There's a lot of shame in your bodies. You don't talk about it. You don't want, like, you don't look at it. Like no one else is supposed to look at it. Um, And I remember like being in high school, like 18 years old and people being like, wait, do you? and you'd be like oh my god no but like you did but you're like no I no I don't like it was like the worst thing that anyone could accuse you of was masturbating <laughs> like that like th- it was like gross and shameful and like it just all starts at the beginning but like yeah we all shower like we all have bodies we all got to take care it's so funny we had this exact discussion with Samantha Irby about the bidet which was the product that she brought and we were talking about like people think the bidet is so like weird and they don't want to talk about it, but like, it's a lot grosser to not use one. <laughs> like, why I are we, love a bidet. Yeah, like, why are Let we me so tell you, weirded black out? Folks, <laughs> black folks didn't know about, we, we, we don't, we not raised to know about bidets like that. To be honest, <laughs> it's something. So I, the first time I saw a bidet was, um, I was in the fifth grade. I lived in West Hartford, Connecticut. Yes. The, my friends were all Jewish. Uh, we were the only black family that pretty much lived in my small little town. Definitely anywhere near me. The, uh, one of my brother and I were two of maybe like seven at the school. Wow. Ten, ten maybe. And we were the only two that actually lived there. Everyone else was kind of bust in. Mm-hmm. So I remember going to my friend's house, and besides seeing everybody had a jag, I, I swear. Like I go in my friend, I think it's Julie LaFortune. Shout out Julie LaFortune. If you hear this somewhere, girl, I don't know where you are, but hey, girl. Julie, um, get in touch. Yes, right. I don't know what your new last name is because I'm assuming you're married because everybody is but me, apparently. That's a whole nother segment, girl. But, um, but um, Julie's family, they had a lot of stuff in their house, but they had a bidet. And I remember going to the bathroom. I was like, Julie, what is that? She's like, that's a bidet. This is what you do. I was like, this is luxury. Yeah. This is Great luxury. Like, who wants to drive? Like, who wants to drive pee pee on them? Like, I don't. Like, I don't. imagine getting your ass clean. Like, what a revelation. <laughs> like, it's so. I was watching a commercial for um the the bidet, and it was like either an ad on YouTube or whatever. And it was a young girl. I mean, I this sounds so gross, but it just is what it is. It's a young girl washing the dishes with no water and just a paper towel, just smearing the food around the plate. And the mom's like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "I'm just, I'm washing the dishes. I'm washing it with paper." And she's like, "Why aren't you using water?" And she's like, "This is." how we we wash our bodies after we go to the bathroom what's the big deal and like all of a sudden it clicked to me I'm like oh we think the like we we are conditioned to think that being too clean is gross and embarrassing (laughs) whereas whatever we have been taught um uh you know pre-bidet knowledge is like a, a lot more questionable I think um I love your product so much you guys I know that uh, you generously are giving a code to G thanks listeners. And, um, you guys, if you, I'll put in a link, but with the code G thanks, you get 20% off. Jolie and I are both, um, big fans. I'm learning how to say vulva out loud. So the product does so much more than, than just what it's intended for. It's actually helped me just say correct, uh, anatomic words uh for our parts um but it is so wonderful and I'm really glad that like so usually I I realized that I had asked you guys to bring products but I'm realizing now at the end of this conversation what we're actually doing here is condition her would have been a product I would have brought to my own show and so instead of 
trying to give everyone the pitch on my own. I'm just happy that you guys were here to do it. And like now and now no one has to listen to me. Everyone can just listen to you. Um, so the the packaging, I'm going to show everyone a picture. It'll be like on the on the website and definitely on social. The packaging is so cute. It's like this very chic, like white tube. It has an outline of like a beautiful body on it and just the brand name. I love, Wendy, that you said you just throw it in your bag and you take it to laser with you. I like I love a safety net product where you're like, if you just have it at all times, you feel just a little bit better about your life. Uh, that might just have to be mine for me. Now, are you guys in the work? Like, are there more condition her products coming down the pike is there anything you can let g thanks listeners know about ahead of time to be on the lookout for oh yeah definitely so the current product as it is is unscented which people love all love, right love but and i know we'll g thanks you, listeners like an unscented thing too unscented when we formulated we did do a scent and uh the plan was for us to be able to go over to europe for about two weeks in 2020 good old 2020 <laughs> and actually <laughs> time with our chemist in the lab going through scents because we were mailing the scents and it took so long to get there and then I'd be like oh, I don't quite like this one then she's got to send something back then when we got to where we thought we liked we just decided to hold pause on that yeah. until we can actually take their a vacation hands on. Mm -hmm. but I'm going to tell you I mean in the two scents we, we were tossing up and that that we own and we're, we're trying to figure out which one were jasmine and vanilla and Thank I would you. have thought Thank vanilla you. was, um, I'm a big vanilla fan. Like I thought that was going to be it, but we sent tested with, we gave a few samples to friends and it's some married ones with the husbands, you know, yep. those things. Um, they loved the Jasmine and it turns out like nobody really knows what Jasmine smells like. You know what I mean? Like they don't really know what they like. They're like, but it's so good. Like, like honeysuckle, what we, but it's good. And so they, the irony is, I hope he doesn't kill me is, when we were formulating, my brother was like, you should have her make Jasmine. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like, you don't know. Like, you're a guy, Jasmine. Who makes Jasmine? We're doing vanilla up in here. Sure. And so I never told her. I never told her what my brother said about the Jasmine. When she came back and we met in Napa, California, when she brought my samples, first of all, from the time we met when I told you on that vacation going into New Year's, four months later, she came back with the samples. Nice. That was in 2016. You guys heard us say we didn't bring the brand to market till 2019. Right. It took us that long to make raise the money. So, so she comes back and she goes, Wendy, you know, here's your unscented. Here it is. I'm crying because it's everything I wanted it to be. And um, she goes, well, you didn't tell me to do this. Here's the vanilla. She's like, but I made another scent and I knew, you know, I don't, if you hate it, it's fine. And it was Jasmine. No way. The same scent that my brother had asked for. And I mean, we had never spoken about Jasmine or that. It had never come up. That so. is so Lavender. amazing. So anyway, so yes, yeah, shout out to Julia for making sure that we got that right. The neighbors in the house behind us have big Jasmine flowering over the fence in our backyard and in May of last year, I smelled it for the first time. And you know, the hit, the wind hits it in a certain way. And, and you're, I was running around my backyard being like, what is this? What am I smelling? This is so good. Yeah. This is so good. And, and you're right. No one really knows. No one can describe Jasmine, but when you smell it, everyone's very no, happy. Yeah. About it. So we'll do, we'll do That's a set. Awesome. awesome. Fellas, we heard you, you fellas and what you, what you need. Um, and you know, we're, we're going to go ahead and do condition him. It'll be a beard and neck amazing and, you know and and working out figuring out like how to really attract the sports community we did not think about runners and that really is a community that we can tap into with the formula yeah and some some other things we want to want this is we're this is a lifestyle brand for us yeah 
So anything that has to do with touching your intimate parts. So you can expect, you know, robes and, and intimate things like that. You can expect some things. I will things expect that. Wonderful. We, we, we might get in the baby space a little bit. Please. We plan to, to, to stay in moisture and kind of like topical care. You, we're not, you, we won't, I, we don't even know if we're going to do a wash. I think there's plenty of companies. I, I don't, you know, I don't necessarily use like a feminine wash. Shout out to the women that do, but we don't know if we're going to go that route. So we're trying to find some other complimentary supportive, you know, and it's kind of like hair care. You know, you might use us, you might use another. There are other brands on the market. Mm. Some call them competitors. We just call them other brands on the market. And to be <laughs> honest, they made it here before us. Yeah. A lot of them are, are pubic hair oils and, and, and we decided to do a cream based formula. That's one of the biggest difference. They made it here before us, but what they did was prove market viability. Yes. And they've, they've carved out a lane for us that we can drive in. I've never been in a store where there was just one brand sitting on the shelf. That's a, and that's a good thing. All, yeah. And we're excited about that. Yeah. Eugenie and I were talking about earlier. Um, just the other thing I want to mention to people is that it is cream based. And my issue with like everything that I had tried before was so oily. Um, and like I am a white woman, so my hair is different. And but like at this at the at the core of it, like, you know, razor bumps are real. Chafing is real. All our bodies are are very similar, regardless of, you know, percentage of melanin in it. Like it's like my hair isn't as coarse, but like you might also have skin that reacts better to a razor blade and my skin is super sensitive so it really is like this all-inclusive um product I don't I just like really love it I'm so happy that like Jolie brought you guys to my attention I'm excited that you guys are in this space as black women at, and doing a like a women only kind of company like I can't I like that makes me feel good about throwing money dollars after dollars after dollars at you I want to give you all of my money please make a robe I will buy it um you guys are amazing before we we wrap it up because we have been talking for almost an hour oh my gosh um do you guys have a good piece of advice because a lot of our 90 uh, percent uh, of our listeners I would say are women um do you guys have advice that you would give that isn't super cliche about anyone who has like an idea or especially in the pandemic where all we have had is time to think. I know that like a, a big part of this is a lot of people are like, you know, maybe I don't want to do this job anymore. Maybe I want to pivot to this or maybe I want to look into this. Like as someone who as two women who have been there and are doing that, what would you what would you tell them? Eugene, you want to go first? You want to take that first? Yeah, yeah, I'll take this one. Okay, so I went into 2021 with a different mindset, right? Because as you, as you, you know, as you know, you guys know now, we're employed entrepreneurs. So I have a big job that requires anywhere from 10 to 12 hours of my day. And then on top of that, I have this. Yes. And then I have two children oh who are God. in college that constantly have applications and everything else that I have to fill out. Wait, they're in college? Oh, there's always something. Yes. And Eugenia, then deal with I'm you. sorry. Um, Wait, I have to interrupt you. Her camera isn't on. Eugenia looks 27. Like you both <laughs> look like you're 22 years old. Well, so, my son's 25. What the He's 25 of this year. That is, so there's that. Okay. Trust anything these women say because they yeah, clearly but, had children when they were two and a half because they are, they are not, a, <laughs> they are not a day older than maybe 28. Maybe. Okay. Sorry. I'm stunned on the floor. Jaw dropped. I'm sorry, Eugenia. Okay, you have two kids who are in college. Insane. Or they're, yeah. or they're applying to college. So okay, you have you have a lot of you have a you have a lot. You have a lot going on. 
A lot going on, and I'm closer to 50 than 40. Holy let's just say shit, that. That is, and, yeah, that is um, not fair. <laughs> not fair. And um, so, um, just saying, I got a lot going on. So, I was driving into the parking lot on the weekend because I work weekends. So, you know, saw another six to eight hours on each weekend day. Jeez. So I was driving into the parking lot of my job because I needed to finish up something for my um, my business and um, for, for this business. And um, and I was going through the parking lot and there was no cars in the parking lot. And I said to my boyfriend, I said, gosh, I feel kind of horrible that I'm coming to work and no one's at work but me. And he said, well, then he goes, Gina, he was like, to be honest, that means you're doing something right. He was like, because everyone's not successful. He said, so if people, if you're doing things that other people aren't doing, you're probably doing the right thing. So I would say my biggest advice would be don't get discouraged and don't um, allow yourself to, to, to be um, defined by standards like, if you're not just working eight hours, you're doing too much. No, there's going to be days where you have to work way more than eight hours. You're going to be working way more than five days a week. Um, you're going to be responding to emails in the bed at 11, 11 p.m. You know, it's just what it is. I mean, and but if you're really passionate about it and you really want to be successful, there's going to be a lot of things that you're going to have to do that aren't always in line with what you want to do. Mm, that's a great. And I'll, I'll, I'll jump on and, and add that. Um, Trust your gut. You know, if you've been taking, and I say this often, if you've been taking your bobby pin and manipulating it and bending it to the left and to the right a certain way and putting it in your hair and it does just this one little thing that you need, trust some other woman right down the street, maybe your neighbor has figured out this same little thing or she's been trying to figure it out too. Like that little hairbrain idea, you know, we all of these, these women that are gonna be at our event on Valentine's Day and all the women that we've met on this journey, all of their 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 stuff started with a harebrained idea of mm. something that they just it was a need that they had personally, and it turned out that other folks needed too. So, do the research. You know, even if you we had no idea where to start, ask around, persevere, keep pushing. Like, you know, make it up, figure out little ways. Ask people, talk to people you've never talked to. And one thing I will stress is. Find your community. You know, we're all trying to get away from the word tribe, you know, for whatever reason, I try to turn to back off of that, but find your community. And for us, it's been communities like Eureka. Shout out to our Eureka fam. We're in a cohort there that we were able to get together every other week. Shout out to Eureka. Shout out to I Fund Women. Yep. Shout out to my, a, a camp that I attend called Camp Powerment. It's a, it's a, it's a camp for women to reignite their lives. It's not for founders, which is like find communities where you can get advice. And if it wasn't honestly for my Camp Powerment sisters and me being able to sit in these groups and, and these different little, um, you know, little, little circles where we were able to share ideas and get encouragement, I don't know that we would have pushed. We needed that encouragement from folks that thought like us. Right. So surround, what do they say? You're the average of the people you keep around. Yeah. So find some folks that think out of the box and might've done something that, that no one knew what they were doing at first, you know, and I'm sure our friends and, and also, don't expect all the support to come from your friends. We really thought like, oh yeah, we're going to raise, well, we can raise $20,000. I've got 5,000 Facebook friends. You've got, if we get a thousand of them to give us, you know, 20 bucks, there we go. Didn't work like that. And to be honest, the folks stepping up as much as you would think it would be women, especially black women, it has been men stepping up, black and white and Asian and all the likes that are stepping up and, and wanting to help us, you know. We're a black woman-owned product, but this is not for black vulvas. This is for vulvas worldwide. You know, we are Captain Save a, Captain Save a Vulva over here. And yeah. so the advice is like, 
keep pushing, you know, chase the, chase the silly ideas, find other, someone else has probably done it. Check to see if there's a patent on it, you know, find out the business, learn about trademarks, protect your stuff. And like I said, get yourselves in communities where other folks are doing the same thing so you can have help and support. That is wonderful advice. I feel like now I want to go invent something. Now I feel like, like put, put me in your lineup on the 13th. I'm coming with all my ideas. Um, this was so great. Rarely do I get to bring a product. I don't know why it, I, it's like, rarely do I get to do it. It's really my choice whether I do it or not, but I try very di- hard. I can't. And when I first started this podcast, it was like, Oh, I'm going to bring something new. I'm going to bring something every week and, and a guest will have their favorite product and all of my favorite product. And then I realized very quickly, if I have a new, if I have a favorite product every Friday, that's going to oversaturate. Like not everything can be my favorite product. So I stopped bringing stuff until I was really, really excited about it. And so I am just excited that I didn't even have to preach to everyone about condition her. You guys did it for me. I'm honored that you came on the show. Thank you so much for your time. Everyone, Eugenia Marshall, Wendy Roseberry, um, the founders of condition her. It is a product I recommend. Jolie recommends it. You guys get 20% off um, with the code G. Thanks. There's no sponsorship here. This is not a paid promo. I don't get like stock and condition her, though I might ask for some because I <laughs> I think I'd like some now. I might become an investor. Um, this is just because I love the product. Jolie loves the product and we want you guys to know about it and be able to try it. Uh, this was such a fun... I feel like I learned so much. I have... I'm now going to do tons of research about private labels and Europe, you know, FDA standards for things. This is wonderful. You guys, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having us. You guys thank you for having us, the wonderful. time, the energy, and the interest that you've shown in us. And girl, you're great at this. If, if it wasn't for people thank like you. you helping us share our story, we'd you know, you know, we'd, we'd still be just working full time. And that's not the goal here. But the goal is for all of us to stop working full time. We, yes, the goal is for yes. all of us to to get our weekends back. And and I would love that for everyone, especially these two 24 year old moms of 24 year olds. It's really crazy how that <laughs> happened. Uh, some 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 weird stuff going on here. Um, so I will link to everything, including the big Galentine's Day, um, like fireside chats and and conversa- conversations that they are having, which is wonderful. I think I'm going to join in and um, watch a few myself. I'm just excited. You guys, thank you so much for coming. And I hope this is uh, not your last time joining us on the show. We hope so, too. Thank you so much for this opportunity.